Hey guys, Ryan Bidoff here with the Blogging from Paradise podcast. You could say it's reloaded. I'm just hopping back into it to expound on my blog post. It's more about repurposing everything. So these aren't going to be really in-depth, maybe five, ten minutes at that, just to kind of talk about my latest blog post, but right up on SoundCloud, and I'll link it up to iTunes, Stitcher, and we'll be good to go from there. And I'll just be promoting through those channels. So basically, guys, this is all going to be about me chatting about this week's blog post and the topic of discussion is how being sandwiched between two Turkish brothels corrects your biggest blogging mistakes. Now the blogging mistakes often go undetected so it's something that most folks keep running into over and over again and it can be really frustrating if you're aware of the mistakes and you're like, oh, you know, I know I'm making them, but I got to find the solutions. It could be even more frustrating when you're completely unaware of the errors. And that's where most folks bang their head against the wall. And goodness knows I've been there. I know you've been there. Everybody's been there because nobody jumps into the blogging game knowing exactly what to do. So we're going to talk about five really of the biggest blogging mistakes and how to correct them. I believe it's five. Let me just double check because I didn't list them out, but they're really, really Oh yeah, big mistakes. Number one, I'm talking about how to find clients without being pushy, and it's all about building, I say prostitute posture, posture. That's what it boils down to. And really the biggest blogging mistake is scaring off clients and readers by chasing them. The solution is to develop posture. Now by this I mean you're gonna learn energetically when you're being desperate, when your moves, blogging-wise, are being dictated by anxiety, by fear of loss, by worry. How do you embrace this stuff? By embracing. By being very honest about how you're building your whole blogging campaign. This can be really, really difficult, really painful and uncomfortable to experience, but once you start looking at, okay, what does my blog say? How do I really feel about my blog? How do I feel about my prospects of making money? You'll be able to uproot the energies that are leading to this chasing, straining, striving, and you develop posture. And some examples of developing posture, really, you have to do it energetically first. You know, clear out the energies of worry and fear and doubt, and then you start writing maybe longer form blog posts, sending emails out to influential bloggers. And again, you got to do the energy work first, but, you know, can I write a guest post there? Let me promote these other bloggers. Like if you're into blogging tips and you someone like Zach Johnson, or Darren Rose at ProBlogger, Zach Johnson at bloggingtips.com. Promote, connect, create longer form posts. You know, be thorough. Don't be in a rush to publish because you feel like you're going to miss out. And the more you do that, folks, whether they're clients, readers, ebook customers, they'll find you. So that's a really, really big time blogging mistake. And number two, spending your time and energy, and this is a huge one, trying like hell to convert lukewarm readers into raving fans and the solution or the correction, nurturing your rabid, raving, loyal minions as your most powerful brand advocates. This one is huge and so many people screw up in this area and I have for a long time, almost all people do, because there's again that fear, the underlying energy of I'm not connecting with enough, I am not enough, I'm not being enough, and you try to run around to grab folks who are totally disinterested, you're playing the numbers game, you're pitching, reaching out to people who really don't like what you have to offer, they're not your target readers, versus the, even if it's one, two, five, or ten readers you have that are just, they love your stuff. 
and they read your posts and even if they're lurkers they're clicking on your email links or whatever give your energy to these people and what happens is a type of a mushrooming effect a spiderweb effect occurs where if you see like a spiderweb how it wraps around these people will share your awesome content because they love you so much as you give your attention to them and thank them and connect with them and help them and you know if they're really awesome bloggers you're going to do blog posts maybe like guest posts on each other's blogs or at least promote them comment on their blogs they're going to promote your stuff that they love to their friends who probably love the same like-minded stuff at least a fair amount of them and then you're going to expand far and wide and seth godin talks about this a lot in building tribes He's like, you know, you take care of one, two, five, ten people who really love what you do, and you just keep connecting with them. You get inside their minds, and what's going to happen is they'll promote you. You almost attract your own army of promoters because they'll spread the word for you, and then there won't be so much pressure that you're putting on yourself to do it all yourself. So it's letting go of the folks, stop trying to convert, and give like your attention and energy to these folks that really love what you do, and they'll promote your blog and your business for you which leads to so much more sweetness now the third mistake and this is a really big blogging mistake we'll talk about how to correct it working on a competitive plane working harder and harder than crashing and burning and again I don't know of a blogger who hasn't been in this area who just works so hard and hard and harder and wants to put in more hours and thinks that everything they're doing the volume, the intensity of their actions, just the number of their actions is going to bring success. And it's not that way. Everything is energy. The more you embrace, again, this really nervous, competitive plane, I'm working from the outside in energy, and this is a huge mistake that cripples almost every blogger at some point in their career because we do things through mind a lot, you will learn that by scheduling rest periods, whether you take off one day a week or if you really genuinely love what you're doing and it's feeling like light and smooth, like this morning I thought of the idea for the podcast, and I'm like, oh, not a lot of pressure, it's just going to be fun. Just put it on a few, you know, get it on SoundCloud, get it on iTunes, maybe Stitcher, and then just let it promote itself. You know, I'm not in this rush, not in this hurry. It's just another channel to repurpose a blog post, another way to reach people. You're going to start scheduling those rest periods, whether it's like four or five hours a day at least, or more, six, seven, that you're off the computer, you're offline, you're hanging out with your friends. Kelly and I are here in Istanbul, Turkey. We uh, may go out to eat in a little bit. No, we'll go out to eat. I want it to be breakfast, but it's not going to be breakfast. I was crushed. But I think it's one of those things where we might have a nice lunch, uh, Turkish food, and then you know, walk around for a bit and exercise and relax. And when you pull back and take more regular breaks from your work, when you do work, it's going to be so much lighter, so much more relaxed, and you're going to be totally chill. And then when you're in that chill space, you become attractive to prospering ideas. You won't be in a rush. You'll connect with big wigs, and you'll just grow your audience. And of course, the income's going to increase over time. But you have to schedule these rest periods to really make things pop. So maybe a day off a week. If you're going six, seven days a week, just, you know, some days you might work for an hour. It may not work at all or for a couple hours, but it won't feel like work. So you want to make downtime your ally, not your enemy. And that's the, really, yeah, that's a huge one. But all of them are the biggest blogging mistakes. And I brought up as an example, Sue Ann Dunleavy. I could tell the way she builds her campaign that she's getting enough rest. She's really about leveraging and people that guest post on her blog. And she's clear. And it's, it's, her blog is a great study in blogging tips, blog that niche minimalism. Because it's really clear. It's direct. And I'm moving in that direction really quickly myself. Where it's like, okay, this is what I do. And that's that. And there's not a lot of crap around there.
The fourth biggest blogging mistake, being totally unclear on your topic and letting this lack of clarity bleed through your blog and brand. And you see this everywhere. There's just people blog on whatever moves into their minds in the moment, whether they're beginners or veterans. And it's it kill your blog. You know, you can't be 16 million things to 16 different million people. You have to do one thing and do it well. So you correct the mistake by blogging on one specific topic and aligning your blog top down. Me, bloggingparadise.com, I help you retire to a life of violent hopping through smart blogging. So that means top down, everything's going to be like, be about retiring to a life of island hopping through smart blogging. So my blog post is going to be about sharing smart blogging tips. And that's that. And I'll work my Blogging Paradise brand into it with the pictures and the images. And it's, it's beautiful and I'm selling the dream, but it's always like smart blogging tips, smart blogging tips, smart blogging tips. <clears throat> the more you do that, you get to be known for that. You build up your authority, your trust factor, and you become an expert people perceive you as an expert in the field and again two great examples Zach Johnson for blogging like the blogging tips niche and then Darren Rose and another real great example is Ramsey Taplin the blog tyrant these are blogging tips guys that's all they do their blog screams it so you're gonna be shaving a ton of crap off your blog you're blogging about one topic you stick to that topic don't stray and everything on your blog has to scream that wrapping it up quickly guys almost done here Gotta trust in the process. The biggest blogging mistake, maybe of all time, just being impatient. You know, 